Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show. do we find ourselves just waiting. Unfortunately it happens more often than most of us would choose were we given a choice. So what do we do with the waiting time in our worlds? The fact of it is that most of us spend our waiting time doing nothing. We just wait, usually not all that patiently and definitely not all that productively. With the time-wasting truth in mind, let's see if there may be better uses for those lost minutes and hours. Why we just wait doesn't matter all that much. Waiting for the fish to bite or waiting for wind to fly a kite. Or waiting around for Friday night. Or waiting perhaps for their Uncle Jake. Or a pot to boil or a better break or a string of pearls or a pair of pants or a wig with curls or another chance. Everyone is just waiting. Is Dr. Seuss right? Are we just waiting? If so, Larry McMurtry had this observation for us. If you wait, all that happens is that you get older. We may do well to recall the words of Hazel Lee. I held a moment in my hand, brilliant as a star, fragile as a flower, a tiny sliver of one hour. I dripped it carelessly, ah. I didn't know, I held opportunity. William James' advice is worth pondering since we are just waiting and don't have much to do anyway. To change one's life, start immediately. Do it flamboyantly. No exceptions. So you aren't sure you want to change your life? You're fine with doing nothing? Bill Watterson from Calvin and Hobbes has found a small glitch with that strategy. There's never enough time to do all the nothing you want. Ruth and Shabaka said. Each day comes bearing its own gifts. Untie the ribbons. However you decide to deal with just waiting and its glitches, Friedrich Nietzsche was nonetheless right. When one has a great deal to put into it a day has a hundred pockets. Surely one of those pockets holds a special surprise, just for us. When you find yourself stuck in your world with nothing to do, it's a perfect time to consider one thing you wish you could do. Reach in a pocket and pull it out for a look. Focus on it like you are reading a book. Turn your wish into a story with your center stage. Camera, action, keep turning the page. You think you are not able to make the story unfold? You're too tired, too bored, too lazy or maybe too old? You have a hundred excuses, one for each of today's hundred pockets? Oh well, maybe someone else is tired of waiting and will take your place in your story while you are just waiting. I am glad that I get to share my thoughts next. It may not be obvious, but I think what I want to say relates pretty closely to what we do while we are waiting. I hope you too concluded from the waiting piece that the real trick to waiting is to not really be waiting. Instead we are quite active and productive most all the time. Instead of doing nothing while we wait, we simply keep doing what we do until it is time for the next chapter or page or paragraph or sentence in our ongoing life story. Why do we continuously keep our story moving forward? Sometimes the truth isn't very complicated. Achieving personal excellence is a case in point. Michael Jordan said, You have to expect things of yourself before you can do them. Ralph Waldo Emerson echoed the theme, Make the most of yourself, for that is all there is of you. Bruce Barton also understood the key to excellence. 
nothing splendid has ever been achieved except by those who dared believe that something inside of them was superior to circumstance. Mignon McLaughlin likely took the idea too far toward universal incompetence when he said, We are all such a waste of our potential, like three-way lamps using one-way bulbs. Even so, he did have a point. Most people stop far short of exhausting their potential. Thomas Edison was definitely right when he said, If we all did the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astound ourselves. There are doubtless many reasons for wasted time and wasted potential, but Chiefly the mold of a man's fortune is in his own hands. As Francis Bacon counseled, Perhaps Karen Raven put the bow on it for all of us. Only as high as I reach can I grow, only as far as I seek can I go, only as deep as I look can I see, only as much as I dream can I be. As I listen to the first two segments in this episode of the Audio Tidbits podcast, I find myself wondering how much moving ahead instead of just waiting and using our full potential to realize our potential have to do with the old standby, attitude, attitude, attitude. I was listening earlier today to an old song that I suspect was intended for children but seemed to speak to me. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. Sure, it was the little engine that could. How well we do, how far we go, how successful we are likely does depend in large measure on whether we think we can. As my father used to tell me, If you don't think you will win, there's little point to playing the game. Now and then, I think we should pause for an attitude check. Here is a little exercise we can use to evaluate where we are in terms of optimism, pessimism, faith, despair. This is how it works. First, get a piece of paper on which you can make a chart. Draw a line across the top and put a zero on the left end and 10 on the right end. Next put a dot in the middle of the line and put a 5 above the dot. Under the zero, put the following words, listing them down the page, physical, emotional, moral, social, sexual, economic. You now have a chart with six rows where you can rank yourself. Zero represents complete pessimism and despair. 10 represents complete optimism and faith in a positive future. Using the physical row, look down the road for yourself and judge how things will be for you physically five years from now. Using the scale, put a dot showing how you look at your physical prospects, whether you expect a positive or negative outcome. Repeat the process for the other five rows in the chart and then think about where you have put the dots. How does the future look for you? Charles Sawyer said, Of all the forces that make for a better world, none is so indispensable, none so powerful, as hope. Without hope people are only half alive. With hope they dream and think and work. How hopeful are you? How do you assess your future prospects? As you contemplate your prospects, Lillian Smith's perspective may prove helpful. Faith and doubt both are needed, not as antagonists, but working side by side to take us around the unknown curve. And around that curve we shall go, whether we want to go or not. I hope you go with hope optimism and a good measure of enthusiasm for the journey. Daniel L. Reardon likely captured the only insight you will need to make the journey. In the long run the pessimist may be proved right, but the optimist has a better time on the trip. As I recall it was Winston Churchill who observed. I can choose to be an optimist or a pessimist. I think I will choose optimist. Thank you for joining us today. It is always a special treat when you choose to spend some time with us. Do well. Be well and always do your best to make a difference to people who make a difference to you.
Music by Kevin McLeod.